What is up, you bunch of aliens? This is uh, episode 68 of the Evil Tea Podcast. I'm Colin. This is Stu. I've got my voice back. There it is. His voice is back. He's okay. Yep. I'm okay. I-, I did not have a voice for the last, well, actually, until today. Until today, my voice was not 100% at all. Well, uh, I will ask you this question. And yes. I know um, this was the first time for me, but is that the first time you've been in a mosh pit at a wedding? Oh, 100%. That is the first time I've ever been in a mosh pit at a wedding, heard Ramstein and Slipknot and all types of mayhem played at a wedding. Um, folks, we, we didn't play mayhem. There was no mayhem. There was no mayhem. But there, there was physical mayhem. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, see if you're getting married soon. Just just don't bother. You're never going to beat that wedding. Just call your wedding off right now. We were at the greatest wedding ever, and uh, that's it. No other wedding can compare. So <laughs> all other weddings should just be cancelled. That's it. Ninja should have the last wedding ever on Earth, because that was the best thing ever. So there yeah. you go. Weddings are done. We- weddings it's I over. did consider done, but that's it. I, th- weddings have hit their peak now, and that's it. They'll, they'll never match that. It's all downhill from here, see me as well. Right. All other weddings are mid-card stroke jobber weddings. <laughs> <laughs> Just start falling down the card there. Uh, I was so glad I uh, changed out of my uh, fancy shoes into trainers because I was not expecting <laughs> that to go no. where it went. <laughs> no, holy shit, no. I was in the fancy shoes all night and uh, I have to admit when uh, I got up in the morning, my feet were beyond sore and of course me being me i have no trainers with me i just have to get into a fucking pair of boots and i'm like god damn it that's it i am going out and i'm finding me trainers i'm gonna get a, just a nice pair of trainers that i can just slip in day now so that is the future for Stuart trainers man uh, uh, yeah trainers are great that that's a hell of a hole you can go down if you if you want to get into you know i'm not I, i'm not becoming matt and nick jackson here come on <laughs> <laughs> why not i don't have that type of money don't Plus, never pay don't retail. Pay, never pay retail. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah, literally. If you want to get into the world of uh, Jordans, you just can't. No. Holy fuck. But as long no. as you don't want the stupid rare ones that they be getting, yeah, you know, it's not, they're not even that much more expensive on eBay, uh, which makes you wonder why do people go and make a point of buying them when they're making like 20 pounds off them, maybe? I don't know. To say, oh, look at me, I made a bit of money off it, I don't know, but no, if you're going to buy some, because they are, some of them fucking trainers they buy are really, really nice. And if you're going to buy something like that, bloody well, keep it and show it off. How about we get into some games then? Mm, sounds good to me. So, uh, Rumbleverse came out. Yes, it did. And it's very fun. And we played it. And it is yep. fun. So, if you don't know, Rumbleverse is a Battle Royale game. But don't wait, roll your eyes. Don't run yet. Uh, this is a bit different. So, it's a wrestling-themed battle. Ah, they're gone. <laughs> oh. I just made it worse. Damn it. <laughs> uh, it's a wrestling themed battle royale game. 40 players in uh, last person standing uh, is the winner, as it usually goes in battle royale. And uh, instead of picking up weapons and stuff, you, you're picking up special moves, uh, which are bound to uh, L1 and R1 if you're on mm-hmm. a PlayStation. Um, and they, you get different rarities of those everything's color-coded that's all very familiar and then you're getting protein powders uh different types of protein powders to increase your damage take health your vitamins, brother. <laughs> yeah you're taking your vitamins <laughs> um yeah and, and your your stamina um yeah i i've 
enjoyed my time with it so far. Super kicking people. Continuously. We want a match with you super kicking the <laughs> shit out of everybody. Fuck, when we got to the end, end of that, it was fitting that that one actually ended in a wrestling ring, and I just yep. was spamming the fuck out of that super kick button, um, yep. and everybody was getting it. It was a proper super super kick party. Is that when you had the super kick and I had the spinning lariat? The <laughs> yeah. lariat? Yes. Uh, so they were getting super kicked into the lariat, uh, and then so the thing, the thing I like about obviously like most battle royales, there is the, the option to play just duos this in this because obviously very wrestling theme, so it's meant to be like tag teams, I guess. You can you can hit your own partner, but you don't do damage to them. Um, and I was thinking about why this was, and it it sort of hit me the other day. Um, obviously, if you did not hit your own person and you had like particular super moves or special moves, you could keep someone juggled forever. Yes, yes, you could. Uh, whereas if you're wailing on, well, not, you know, hit, you're hitting your teammate, but you're not hurting them, you're obviously knocking them out of the way, so you can't keep that potential, you know, juggle spam going. So um, I guess it does have its its perks that, you know, you can't do that shit. Because, you know, yourself, there would be fucking sweaty tryhards trying to find out the best combos to keep juggles going forever. So instead, this is definitely aimed at the, I don't know... <laughs> I know we always say this with the certain games, but t- it's kind of it's got that sort of chivalry feel that no one really has the the chance to be absolutely amazing because there's too. Whenever there is a load of people, there is too much madness. Like no one can turn around and go, "Yes, I know this frame and this frame and this frame," because someone can come running up out of nowhere and drop kick you in the back of the head, and yeah, you can't account for that. It <laughs> it, it does go. It, it's kind of like you know Smash Brothers, but like. Not the tryhard Smash Bros where they turn all the chaos off and it's one on one. It's like it, it's the you know fucking eight player all the power up Smash Bros where it's like that's not really a game of skill. That's just fucking nuts. Yeah, um, that's how Smash Brothers is meant to be played, and that's how obviously this you know encourages people to play. Just get stuck in there and just beat the piss out of each other. And you can see people trying to come up with strategies already, and you're like, no, nah, lad, because you're busy trying to reach. Yeah, the cowardly strategies. And they're trying them. And there's like, people will see them doing this. So, like, they'll be paying, like, attention to me, you know, waiting for me to get off the ground. And they'll try and time their runaround circle. And next thing they get a fucking elbow drop off the building above them because they weren't paying attention. They're too busy trying this stupid strategy. But it's so satisfying to cut someone off who's run away with a super kick. You come out of nowhere. Or someone at. Okay, to this one came with you. Someone was about to do a move on you, like they were doing the charge towards you, and I just came in with a super kick and interrupted them. <laughs> it is class. It really is the interruptions in it because uh, uh, I'm pretty sure. Again, there was a game where someone was someone had my number and they were just timing everything really well and getting me. And I'm pretty sure you just came tearing around the corner. And again, it was a super kick to the back of the head. <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, thank fuck! I needed a reprieve from that bastard." But as soon as his as soon as his uh, his momentum was knocked off, the two of us beat the piss out of him. <laughs> but um, I do like the art style because some people might think it looks kind of Fortnite-ish, but no, I think it has its own unique uh, art style. I think it does look Fortnite-y. It's definitely in that ballpark. Like, that's kind of where it's going. I think it has more of a... a it's like Saturday morning cartoon style. That's, yeah. That, that's what Fortnite's, you know, style is. That was Especially, trying to do. See, to me, it looks I, just more like generic fucking, you know, we'll make it basic so we can make skins as quick as we can. I don't know or, a lot last time you looked at, a, at Fortnite, but it 
looks a lot like this uh, now, uh, and it oh, has right. changed a lot over the years. Oh, has um, correct? Yeah, um, but but like everyone, like so, I I watched a a video of Fortnite being played recently, um, the giant bomb guys because they released that John Cena skin, and they all thought, hey, let's all play Fortnite as John Cena because <laughs> why not? <clears throat> and uh, yeah, that 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 is game is completely unrecognizable from what it used to be jesus um it looks fucking nuts you can go fishing wait is and it still a battle royale game it's still a battle royale game but you can do all this other stuff and they took the building out right but i'm guessing the shooting still isn't any better uh probably not no they've obviously tell. been doing all this other stuff and not thought to themselves Hey, maybe we should fix the one thing that's important in this game, and that's the feel of the shooting. But I know we're getting into a bit of a tangent here, but um, I just, I just kind of like the fact that I run around as wee fat man with a lucha mask on, just drop kicking people <laughs> and dolphin diving and super kicking. And I actually found the mist quite handy the other day in a game I was playing. Now that, uh, now that what it does that do? It sort of stuns them, and they sort of cough for a second or two. So if you if you do get that, it's actually good for landing a suplex after. So I would use the mist more of a when I'm getting off the ground type attack. Oh, it's like a setup for your proper move because uh, finally yeah. grapples. Some people can really easily just like like a, a normal strike will interrupt a grapple every mm-hmm. time, unless it's your super grapple, obviously. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. When uh, you're in I, superstar mode, you just press triangle. Oh right, that explains yeah. a lot. When you go into superstar mode, you just press triangle, and it negates nearly everything. Nearly everything. I think yeah. weapons are the only thing I can stop it. I was like, are all these people pulling out these spinning pile drivers? I've never seen that before. I've never picked that up. And, and that's what it was. It's a super... Yep. Whenever you go into superstar mode, you can either keep it and just use it for extra damage. Or if you do your spinning pile driver, um, it's like a super move. But depending on when you use it, depends on the amount of damage. So if you think to yourself, right, I'll do a bit of damage first and then use the pile driver, it won't be as powerful. Whereas me, I pop the superstar and go straight for the pile driver, so it's like the most devastating it can be. That's what fucking everyone does, except for me, who didn't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be popping it and then super kick. We were we were winning matches, and you didn't even know how to do your super move. I say matches. We won a match, a and match. you didn't you didn't know how to do your super move. But there you go, um, brilliant. But uh, it definitely is a lot of fun, and I know the me at the well, the only problem I've had with it is. Getting into the game itself because they I don't know if they, yeah, I don't know if they've um they've sort of realized how popular this would be. Maybe they thought, oh, people might look at it as just another battle royale or something, but it's very different. So yeah, maybe they try it. underestimated the player count or something because yeah, even to log into the game, you're sitting through a queue a mm. lot of the times, and then when you're in there, it's so fucking difficult to get partied up or whatever. Mm. Just doesn't seem to work, and then you matchmake, and it goes nah, can't, uh, and it takes a long time to get into a match. So like, yeah, just definitely stuff that. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you won't keep that player count for for long if it ends up being a pain yeah. in the arse. I mean, you're basically saying to a lot of people that like you enjoy video games and you enjoy wrestling. Here is a forty player wrestling match, basically. With fun in mind, more than simulation, obviously. You know, you're fucking climbing up buildings and elbow dropping off the top of them. Who, like, who's all? Everyone's always wanted to do that at some stage. Like, <laughs> have a game where you can elbow drop off the top of a building. I think there's some moves you pick up as well with a. They don't do any damage, but they just shoot you up into the air so you can drop elbow a big drop. elbow. <laughs> That's all you want to do is drop the elbow. 
Um, but I, I, I thought it was really, really fun. After that, when it was first announced, I sort of was like, oh, another one? Okay, whatever. And then I seen a bit of a gameplay of it, and I was like, actually, this this looks a good laugh. And then I obviously realized it was pure wrestling inspired as well. So obviously being wrestling fans, uh, it's kind of handy being able to, instead, because some people would go, oh, I wonder what this does. I wonder what this does. Like, if you've never heard of the Young Bucks or ever watched wrestling and you get a super kick, you're wondering, oh, is that like a, a football kick or something? You're like, hell no, it's a fucking boot to the chin. <laughs> Everyone knows what a super kick is, don't they? I, no, you see, we think they do, but I don't know if they do. Like, if you're not a wrestling fan, do you know what super kick means? Yeah, probably not. Uh, if you're not a fan. Do right, you, you've been, I, don't, I know we're going to get off on a quick tangent here very quickly. You have been watching a bit of uh, WWE again since uh, the, the fall of Al Vinnie Mac and Michael Cole's allowed to commentate the way he can now. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anyone in WWE that super kicks? And if oh, so, yeah. Do they call it a super kick? Yeah, yeah. Right. Like the the Usos do a lot of super kicks, um, which would a match between them and the Bucks would be perfect. I'm wondering though, like who coined super kick? Oh Jesus, you're going way back. Um, okay, okay. Because like Shawn Michaels, uh, well, Shawn Michaels was the first one to do it as a finisher. It was called a super kick first. It wasn't always called sweet chin music, but well, like it. When he was doing it in the Rockers, it wasn't his finisher, but it was still called a super kick. Ah, um, okay. So I'm not sure. So is uh, that why the Bucks took that move and made it a thing then? Because I know they were obviously big fans of Sean and Marty Jannetty. More Marty than Sean, I think, <laughs> for oh, some right. reason. Weird. Um, yeah, I, okay. I, I, like so much of uh, of the Young Bucks is um, you know tribute to the Rockers, like the tassels right. and, and all that all right. shit. The jackets oh, okay. and, and all, that's the uh, yeah, it's all Sean and Marty. Because obviously, a lot of people associate the super kick now with the young, especially super kick party and all that there. That That's pure young bucks and all that there. So I was just wondering maybe if they didn't call it a super kick. Maybe I wondered, they was thinking they may have called it a thrust kick or something like that. I don't know, but it's good to see it's still called a super kick again. Yeah. Sorry, tangent. So, so uh, apparently, um, Chris Adams was the first person to use a uh, a move called a super kick. Right. Way, way, this is way back in WCCW. Like, this guy was trained by Big Daddy. Oh, <laughs> Big, shit. Big Daddy definitely didn't teach him the super kick. <laughs> I was going to say, I paid money to see Big Daddy try and throw a super kick. Holy fuck. So the he's, British fans wouldn't know what happened. <laughs> so he, he, he first uh, started wrestling in 1978. Um, so he would have, you know, been wrestling through it, the 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 80s. Um, but yeah, he he was he's the the guy that invented the super kick. There we go. Bit of random knowledge for you as well. Um, but yeah, uh, sorry, getting a wee bit back on track there. All the move, obviously, all the special moves, as you say, you pick up two, you can only carry two at a time, and they're all wrestling inspired. And you either get green, blue, or purple. Um, you know, obviously power and you know what it does and stuff but the thing i think it, i enjoy most about this is it's like it's not very sort of like you can you know come across some dude who's all powered up and you know fucking health and armor and super gun and all this here and you don't stand a chance even if you come across someone who's got a couple of higher level special moves because it's just a bit mental and there's so much going on around you you still stand a chance in a fight where someone even in late game if you haven't done been doing a lot because it's it's still got that but 
Iron Galaxy are well known for their fighting games, so they try and balance things out as best as they can. There's no one special move that's going to be the one everyone wants because it's the most powerful. You know, everything's just going to have a, a, a good balance to it. So a button masher might have as much chance as someone who's been playing the game for a while. I know there's been times I've just been hammering the square button for chops and stuff and managed <laughs> to somehow come out on top. And I think that's what I enjoy about it. There's no real, oh, I've been playing this since the beta, so that's it. I can't be beaten. It's like, aye, but there's 30 other boys beating piss around you and they're all bumping into each other and smashing the shit out of each other. So there's no one person can easily get an advantage. Sorry, is what I'm trying I, to get at. I think if you're purely in a one-on-one setting, the skill matters a bit more. No, in the game, yes, because the game does not explain how the hell to play it. You have oh, yeah. to figure it all out yourself. And uh, with any battle royale, there's certain things you gotta know when when to strike and mm. when to run away and that sort of thing. Um, have you ever run away yet? Not in this, no. I no. why well, I, I don't tend to do that. That's why I'm not particularly. I, I, go, I, go, I, I, I don't. That's not our style at all. We go down swinging. The hiding shit, I don't like. You know, hiding at the end game, like that's no. been that's been there since you know PUBG. Bathtubs, ba- bathroom hiders. You know, you know. There's always a like you run through houses, open a door, and there's a guy just fucking squatting on a toilet with a, a <laughs> rifle pointed at you, and you're like, "What? What are you doing in here? Uh, have you been sitting here the whole game?" But again, the most you're gonna get is maybe a dude sitting on the rooftop because there's there's no projectiles in this. There's, there's no way to attack each other from a distance. Mm. You can maybe try chucking a weapon, but it doesn't have the greatest range. They have to come down and fight sooner or later. Or you're just going to go up to them and suplex them off the roof. We have had um, one, I, I remember, uh, an Apex game. I'm not sure if it was with you or someone else. Um, where I got stuck uh, and the, the last team surviving other team was wouldn't come down off the roof. And oh, I no, just I got, remember that. Uh, and we lost. For some reason. Yeah, the, uh, the, the ring killed us all, but we lost, apparently. Horseshit. Uh, I've noticed that doesn't happen in this. The ring just gets to a certain size, and then that's it. These are all bait and piss at each other, so there's someone standing. And again, because it's all wrestling-based, it's pretty funny that the commentator talks about the ring as in an actual wrestling ring, and instead of getting damaged for being outside the ring, you have a 10 count to get back in, or you're just dead instantly. <laughs> So we things like Adder, it's obviously very, very wrestling influenced. Yeah, uh, it's definitely worth worth checking out, and it's uh, free to play. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. With, with everything that means. Yeah. God, I hate that. Uh, you know, the, mm. uh, this is a free to play game fucking interface at the start. Uh, well. Um, well, anything else? Well, speaking they, of free to play games, I took a shot at multiverses for the sake of being able to instead of just judging it. I thought, right, I'll actually try it, and then I'll judge it. I wanted to say this is shite. Yes. Well, see, this is the thing. Um, the people who made this game are obviously quite good at making games, but the business model of this game is fucking shocking. Um, and just you talking about free-to-play game interface, right? Mm-hmm. This is even worse. Like, this is meant to be a Smash Brothers style fighting game, right? Mm-hmm. There is no local co-op. <laughs> Sorry, co-op. There's no local... Uh, Versus. Right, they fucked up already. Yeah, this is designed for online. Like, it it literally works. It, it, you would get, you would be forgiven to think that the Rumbleverse menu is the Multiverses menu. Like, it's just search for a game, and then you know, here's a shop with a ton of fucking outfits that cost a ton of fucking money, or 
you can play through our really, really grindy currency and buy them that way. Um, Does it at but, least sell you their overpriced shit for uh, real money, or, or is it all like wrapped up in their own currency? So you, oh, their own, you're not... their own currency. It's Gleemium, I think they called it. Uh, see the fact that we've... Yeah, no, there, there's, there's no excuse for it at all. I mean, there's games out there since DLC started and additional content. And there's still games that do this, and that includes just buying a costume for a character, mm-hmm. where it's a piece of DLC, and you go on to the store, and you it tells you, oh, it costs £3, and you pay £3. It's not like, oh, it costs £3, but we'll only sell, you have to use this currency to buy it, and we'll only sell you it, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the minimum amount is £5 worth, so it's uh, fucking shite, uh, absolute shite really really annoying but obviously you know their their argument is oh it's a free game you don't have to and you're like aye but you know you're not getting the sale of that skin off me now because i'm not giving you the money for your stupid currency i'd rather just buy the skin but um so i played a couple of games online anyway and obviously the only person i could play as was superman um because i did not pay god knows how much for each individual character there probably has a character pass that there, there might be i don't um but I lost my first game, and then I won my second game. And there is a season pass and all at the moment. But when I lost my game, uh-huh. I seemed to get more towards my battle pass than when I won. Uh-huh. I couldn't understand this. Like, I didn't get knocked out once when I was winning. But when I lost, I got knocked out about three times because I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on and who was what and all the rest of it. Um, But... uh. I noticed I went up a good chunk. I'm thinking maybe first match of the day bonus or something. But mm. then when I when I won, the fucking bar barely moved. And I was like, oh, you're grinding the balls out of this fucking season pass. <laughs> of course, you can pay money to skip tiers and all the rest of it. Um, but of course. the thing was, even looking at the character roster, I was like, there's no one here that makes me go, oh, I'd like to play this game. Like, I don't want to play as Shaggy or Superman or... Thelma or some doll from Game of Thrones or fucking Tom <laughs> and Jerry or anything like that. Fucking Arya Stark's in this, I forgot about that. Um, oh, it's alright. Fucking uh, Black Adam and Stripe from Gremlins are on the way. Uh, I, and there was more announced Wicked Witch of something. Um, Wicked Witch of the West? Do you mean the Wizard of Oz? I think so. <laughs> what? And Beetlejuice. Uh, it's just such that... It's Aww. just... How can we monetize all these properties we own without actually making anything with them? It's like, fuck off, you cunt, hey. You're, uh, you're just despicable. Absolutely what? despicable. As I say, that is the major, major, major downside of the game. The only upside is that it's actually solidly made. Like, it's not a janky fucking pile of shit. It's actually well made but because there was so much dragging it down i literally played a couple of matches and uninstalled it um like the, the only thing i was thinking of when i was playing it though was all i really want to put smash brothers on now that's all i could think i was like yep i want to put smash brothers on after this and actually play as characters a i give a shit about and b that aren't as cringy because this whole fucking like everyone every match i played there was at least three shaggies as well yeah Everyone's playing a Shaggy because of this. It's an internet meme as well. They've they've right. turned this internet meme into a thing. Apparently, I don't know, but oh Christ, man! I don't know. Just at there's least I can ni- say I tried it. I was gonna say there's 19 characters to start up, but it's not the uh, Rick of Rick and Morty isn't there yet. 
so there's 19. So there's different options for Founders Packs here. So All right. the thirty two ninety nine will get you 15 of those characters. Um, Wait, 50. If, you buy, if you buy a Founders Pack, you don't even get the whole roster. Uh, if you buy the £50 one, that'll get you that roster. Um, and then there's an £80 one, which gets you 30 tickets, um, three battle passes, 2,500 Gleamium. How do you get character tickets when you don't buy one of these? You really have to grind through their free currency. And I mean, you have to fucking grind. Because I thought, actually, no, there was one character I went, oh, Taz is here. I like Taz. Everyone yeah. likes Taz. Taz is the man, right? Not that Taz, but the other Taz. Yeah, it's um, basically the same thing. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Um, I thought, yeah, Taz, all right. Uh, I'll see if I can even play it to un- unlock Taz. And it went, right, Taz costs 15,000 gold or 700 gleamium or whatever. Se- 700 Se- gleamium? Yep. Do, do, uh, do you know that that's definitely... I the... think it was like 700 gleamium. And I think the smallest you can buy in gleamium was like 1,000. But it was like... Seven ninety nine or something. Seven ninety nine. So, uh, but the characters are like seven hundred. So you know you you can't even just buy a character. You have to buy a thousand gleamium, which leaves you three hundred left over. And you're like, well, what the fuck do I do with this now? I just no one look at that and say, hey, they're pulling some shit here. Uh, they're always but, making you pay more than you actually have to. Yeah, but for the gold, like I say, you can, oh, but they'll go out. Oh, but you can unlock them in game. Fifteen thousand gold. And for each match, you maybe get about 12 or 13 gold. But here's the thing, now, what are you, you just want to pay for it and get it and play it. Not yeah. grind out currency, but then if I want to do that, you're going to, like, overcharge me for that? Yeah. Or force me uh, to pay more than the character's actual worth, that, that you have said the character's worth, but you're asking mm-hmm. me to pay more on that extra, you know, 300 gleamium, which is worth 250 or something, uh... That's just, you're just getting an extra 250 for that, and I can't do anything with that. And you can't even, like, because you can't even buy a skin, because skins are 700 gleamium as well. Are skins the same price of characters? How, is, how, how can they justify, how did the same amount of work go in making a skin to actually making the actual character? I, I don't know, but like I say, whenever I seen all that shit, I was like, nah, I'd rather just put Smash Brothers on and play yes, and Smash Bros. Yeah. just sells you the fucking characters. Yep. And also start your, well, uh, obviously it's it's a paid game, um, but yep. for the the price of their one that gets you 20 characters, you get way more than 20 characters in Smash Ultimate. Uh, Smash has like, fuck, what's it up to? 70 in Ultimate? But their, their, their base characters, the, there was there was a lot in the base roster as well, wasn't there? Oh yeah, the base roster is like 50, 50 something, yes, and then there was a bunch of DLC people as well, I forgot about that. But yeah, I mean... But again, you just buy the DLC people. They don't turn around and go, hey, here's a currency to buy Sephiroth. No, it's, it's like, you want Sephiroth? Give us £3 and you can have Sephiroth. And you're like, thanks, Nintendo. I didn't do that, like, but, you know, I'm just saying you can. It's just The the price of skins is seriously out of control. Oh, it doesn't make sense. I, I don't understand it when a skin costs more than a character. That confuses yeah. the fuck out of me. Yeah, so you're you're probably saying like a, a skin uh, that's seven hundred. So a skin's like a fiver here, and that's it'll be more than that. I think. Um, I suppose that's not the worst price I've ever seen, but it's it's no. just. We'll talk more about that later as well. Uh, it's just a it's fucking nuts. <laughs> like, as I say, it's there is a solid wee game there, but it is just 
behind a bunch of corporate meme bullshit. Yeah, there's something really fucking cynical about the whole thing. Like, Beetlejuice and Wicked Witch of the West. It's like, what the fuck? Like, there's no one from this... There's no one in this game that's actually from my game. It's all just a bunch of random fucking shit. Do you want Mortal Kombat characters in there? Because that's what'll happen. No, it, oh, mate. <laughs> it, it, it's probably will happen. I mean, Ed Boon's been tweeting about it because obviously, you know, Warner Brothers own his studio. So he's probably been sort of, hey, put a tweet out there and saying congratulations to multiverses and all that air shit. But it'll happen and he won't have any say about it. He'll just be like, Hi, we own Mortal Kombat, so uh, I fucking fire in. They'll fire in Scorpion and Sub-Zero, and they'll just make the fucking characters look the exact same, and then they'll change the moves up a wee bit. Yeah, but it's it's still really, uh, I don't know, You could, I suppose you could say the same as Smash, where it's like, oh, you're just bringing in these characters from other things. But like, I feel like Nintendo earned it with Smash, because all those characters are all in some really good game. Well, at, at some point, uh, you take the original Smash. I mean, this has been built up over time. The original Smash was just Nintendo people. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure the second one was too. It wasn't until we got to the Wii one that we started getting a few guests, <clears throat> and they were a few guests. Yeah, and then obviously, you know, all these guests, and as you just said, they come from video games at least. You know, there's yeah. there's no one in Smash Brothers that isn't from a video game. Like, like, what's what the fuck is Arya Stark doing in there alongside Bugs Bunny? And what are we doing? Like, who's? <laughs> I I couldn't tell you, man. It's a I, weird or, fucking thing. Is this for kids? Is it for? Are Clearly you just trying to hit every stuff. fucking dyna uh, or demographic that you possibly can? And uh, fuck any anything else. It's just as many people in there as possible. It's definitely designed for internet. It really is. And like I say, you have a game like this and it doesn't have a local co-op or you know a what? local mode and you're like, what What? Are, what are you definitely doing here? Where's the fucking where's the eight-player mayhem in, in someone's house when you all have a bunch of beers? You know what really kills a meme? When the corporation that owns the thing that's being memed plays into it yeah. and tries to make money off it, that kills a meme. Yep. And you take your big chungus and shove it up your hole. That'll be a Bugs Bunny skin. Oh, don't, don't, don't buy it. Don't encourage them. Do the thing like uh, Sony did, <clears throat> where everyone was memeing on uh, Morbius, and then they decided to re-release it, and no one went to see it a second time and laughed at yep. them. But anyway, I guess we should get I, into some news instead of yeah. ranting about fucking yep, Warner Bros. Out, out of the two free-to-play games, definitely go play Rumbleverse. Stay the fuck away from Multiverse. There you go. Uh, yeah, so I, I guess we get this out of the way because it's actually related to that. But, um, Overwatch's loot boxes are uh, wrapping up uh, 30th of August. You won't be able to buy loot boxes anymore, and they're switching to the um, battle pass model and quote unquote premium skins. Um, if you have any loot boxes, they'll automatically be opened and put into your pile of stuff. So, you probably yeah, actually got searching <laughs> to find it. Good luck. Um, and yeah, so instead of having where you just had to buy loot boxes and had a random chance to get what you want, now it's, you have got to pay money, but not actual money, their currency, again, same thing again, and they'll put a timer on everything, so, uh, yeah, yeah you, it's, do the, get the old FOMO going, yep. um, 
I don't know if this is any better than loot boxes. Uh, at least you know oh, what you're like, getting, I suppose. I nearly FOMO'd this week. I will I will be open and honest. I nearly FOMO'd this week. And hey, like, it gets oh. everybody. It gets everybody. It's like, why am I buying this? I play this game once in a blue moon. Why would I buy this skin? Just because just it's Dr. Robotnik. But it's oh. only here for another day. Oh, was that... Uh, Fall Guys. Fall Guys, yeah. I put Fall Guys on once, maybe, pff, I don't know, once every couple of weeks for a giggle. And then you obviously load it up and there's Sonic the Hedgehog and I'm like, oh, cool. And there's all, hey, this skin's available for the next two days. And you're like, um, oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, Jesus, should I buy it? Oh, it's Dr. Robotnik. And I'm sitting going, why would I do this? Fucking hell. I mean, I play this game once in a blue moon. Why, why does it matter what I look like? It's so sinister, isn't it? Like when mm. you catch yourself falling into the, the what it's designed to do. Mm. Now imagine you're 12 years old and mm-hmm. you have your mom's credit card. Then what happens? Mm. You know, it's uh, uh, it's. I don't think this is any better than loot boxes as well because yeah. it's just of the the nature, the manipulative nature of the whole thing to try and get you. Like it's not like you see something, you know, a piece of like I was saying, a piece of DLC that's on the PlayStation Store, and it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. If I ever play this game again, I'll come back and get it then when I'm ready. Or, but no, this is like, no, you need to get it now, or it's going away. It's going away. And all uh, these games do it. Rumbleverse does this as well. Uh, and yep. it's just, it is shitty, shitty behavior. Um, and I wish it's But what I don't understand is, why would why take it away? Because maybe someone down the line downloads this game and thinks, oh, that game might have been cool. Too bad it, I wasn't playing it back I, then. Yeah. Why not keep it in the shop permanently? I it's because they they've probably done the market research on this and they can get more money out of it by trying to trigger that wee thing you had with looking at the Dr. Robotnik mm-hmm. that was only here for one day to make it that'll make more people likely to buy it at that time than they would if they just had it there forever. Um mm-hmm. it's Strange. like I said, it's really sinister. Um as you say, you know, someone like myself caught myself on and went, What what am I doing? Why would I bother paying you can't even pay for the skin. You're doing the fucking currency shit again. I think that's what made me sort of go, fuck, I just can't buy it. I have to pay this money and then I'll be left over with this currency and I won't use it. So I think that's what actually put me off. But as you say, a 12-year-old, they're going to see this skin and go, fuck, I want, I want, I want. And they're 12. You know, this is designed to make them go, oh, I'll get this now. Hmm. Pure sh- Um. How about something <laughs> a bit lighter than that? How about the, instead of uh, game companies coming after... The players, how about them going after each other? Console wars are back on, boys. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Sony and Microsoft are taking the fight to each other this time, though. And yeah. they're fighting over Activision, specifically Call of Duty. And it's in Brazil. This, <laughs> this is kind of funny to watch. Um, so, yeah, we know Microsoft are trying to buy Activision. So that means in all these different countries, uh, governments are looking. Is, does this make it unfair or whatever? You know, a monopoly um that sort of stuff uh and sony's making the play f- in brazil uh to say that microsoft buying activision gives microsoft an unfair advantage because call of duty is such a big game that it sells consoles and it'll um influence people's decision on what console they buy in the future um maybe five years ago that was true i don't know if that's yeah. true now. <laughs> um well, I wouldn't say it is. I mean, does it uh, yeah. still have the numbers? Again, we we its numbers have been going down definitely, but again, there's still a lot of people out there that play it, and I don't know. Like you know, we're in our little bubble. I don't know what's going outside that bubble, um, and 
yeah, so Microsoft have come back at Sony with a, a few things to sort of counter arguments here. Being that the first one was like, they said, we are not going to make Call of Duty exclusive to Xbox, which they had already said before. Uh, and they said the reason for that is that it just wouldn't be profitable for us. Exactly. The amount of money it takes to make Call of Duty, that needs to come out on everything. Uh, which, uh, I'm still still a wee bit uh skeptical of of that as well because uh you know they they i, I don't think call of duty has a problem because they do the same like skin shit i guess that's the wars yeah. one stuff maybe that's separate but um that was that was the first thing they they pointed out um and then it came out that the uh they said the playstation in last generation got such a foothold and like they literally said, quote, brand loyalty accumulated in the console wars. <laughs> like it's some fucking looking back, some historical event that happened, the console yeah. wars, the PS4, the Xbox One. Uh, the PS4 sold twice as many units as the Xbox One. So they're talking shite that uh, they would lose market if they lost Call of Duty because they have such a big fucking base already. Um, I remember back in the console wars, man. Also, uh, Microsoft shot themselves in the foot at the start of that war yeah, <laughs> and, just, and never recovered. They, they, they literally committed Harakiri on stage in front of everyone. <laughs> they did, eh? Um, and then they made this claim is that Sony will pay developers, quote-unquote, blocking rights to keep a game off Game Pass. Right. Which is that the... That's like him saying, hey, you're coming after us for, like, potentially taking Call of Duty off you. You do this shit all the time, you wee sneaky bastards. Uh, which they do. They, yeah. do a lot, they do a lot of exclusive sort of deals. Um, but, yeah, so does Microsoft. They always do that. But this is, like, it's something kind of pathetic about this. It's pretty funny. At this, see, during all this, I'm sure Nintendo were sort of sitting back, just sort of looking at the two of them going, ah, oh, children, children, children. <laughs> They're probably looking back, see, uh, like back back when the um, after the N64 and they were moving on to the GameCube, it was like, so glad we took the direction we did then. So, uh, like, they are completely in their own lane now with yep. fucking pretty much no competition whatsoever, unless you want to count the Steam Deck, but we'll see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but just on that, apparently piracy is becoming a bit of a issue for the Switch and the Steam Deck ain't gonna help that. You know what piracy you do, Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. The first Switch is very easy to crack, the original. All right. Oh, right, right, the original Switches. Uh, and now with uh, the Steam Deck coming out, uh, you could get uh, Switch emulators running on that and stuff. Uh, <laughs> and maybe run your Switch games at 60 frames a second, I don't know. Oh, jeez. But uh, yeah, there you go. The two... The two two of the major console manufacturers having a good old slap fight over Call of Duty, <laughs> getting their handbags out. Oh, Activision must feel so fucking you know they must be loving this. Like, oh look at them fighting over us. Oh, we're great. <laughs> just a vision of Bobby Kotick coming in, good boys, boys, don't fight over me. <laughs> He's wearing a dress too. Not they're saying there's nothing wrong with that. Bobby Kotick can wear a dress if he wants. Uh. <laughs> he, can, he can also go fuck himself. <laughs> yep. Like actually, uh, he's very he's very flexible. Um, yeah, so I, that that's a 
That's a messed up situation. I can't see this uh, playing out for for Sony. Um, I, I think I think the sale will go through eventually. And, oh, of course it will. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, you, you want to say Microsoft won't make uh, Call of Duty a, a PC and Xbox exclusive because I'm pretty sure when they bought Bethesda, they said the same, mm. and then. That fucking one eighty, yep. pretty fast. So, um, don't know. I I I like how I like how fucking Sony go and fight for Call of Duty, but when fucking Doom gets taken away, they're all ah whatever. And you're like you fuckers you wouldn't even fight for Doom, but you'll fight for Call of Duty. <laughs> ah, fuck you, Sony. Maybe they believed them that time. <laughs> uh, uh, right. Um. Fewer smaller stories, and then we'll talk about the the THQ stuff. Um, mm. Well, I say smart. Uh, Nintendo uh, USA is being accused of uh, union busting again or doing anti-union stuff. They were accused of that uh, back in April as well. Um, you know, trying to coerce people, sacking people. Um, if there's smoke, there's fire, they say, but uh, yep. see what happens there. Um, yeah, not much else to that. Uh, Elden Ring got a patch, making it easier to get summoned. Yay! Uh, wait, like, you might actually be able to summon someone in to help you fight uh, Millennium. <laughs> I might uh, actually, I should probably try that tactic. It makes it easier for you to get invaded as well, though. That's, that's the trade-off. So basically what it does is it widens the area where your summon site, you know the summon pools, the wee statue ah. things? It makes that, it it will pull in summon signs from uh, multiple pools. Your, your summon sign can, can be sent to multiple pools and can be sent to pools far away, um, which should make it easier. Uh, but, uh, uh, and yeah, someone discovered a two-player mode in Super Punch-Out, only took 28 years uh, is it a glitch or is it an actual thing it's an actual thing uh so Jesus. you have to you have to do a thing on the to plug controller into the second port uh and hold down the b and y buttons and hit a on controller one at the same time um and that that'll take you into uh this screen where you can just pick any of the uh you know, any of the opponents hmm. and then the, uh, the 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 player two controller can take control of the of the the opponent whereas player one plays as little mac that's weird so they did all this work and then hit yeah. it that's mad but they didn't, they didn't take it out they just hit it sometimes if something's not where it needs to be and isn't working 100 percent right it is and it's gonna you have to cut it out it is easier just to hide it because taking it out, you could fuck things up. So you just hide it so no one can ever access it and uh, trigger whatever the fuck. So there's a chance that this will this can you know crash the game or whatever. But I, the fact I, that it's there, it's, it's pretty cool. And you you could theoretically uh, on the there, there's a version of this on Nintendo Switch Online, and you could theoretically do it there. Oh, yeah, good point. And on the uh, SNES Mini. Yeah, I have the snares money behind me here. Ooh. So you could you could probably give that a go and, and play two player punch out. <laughs> Class. That that's actually a, a, a good way to practice as well. Because another way there's no way of actually practicing against some of those boys unless you're going through the thing. Yeah. You would need the player two to act like the AI though. 
Oh, good luck with that, bloody hell. Um, so later fights are mental. Yeah, yeah. So THQ Nordic Showcase. Um, th- this was a a bit out of left field. Uh, THQ mm-hmm. Nordic doing a, a showcase, but I guess they bought fucking everything. Hi. Um, so. <laughs> What they've been doing over the past few years, you know the way no one makes B tier games anymore. Like yep. the big, the big developers of it, it's not selling over a million copies. It ain't getting made, and the indie space has kind of replaced the B game, as it were. Um, well, THQ Nordic's got you fucking covered. They're coming yep. in with the B games hot high. Um, probably the biggest news out of this, though, and I wouldn't consider this a B game. They're making a new Alone in the Dark. Yeah. It, it's like a reimagining of the original. Yeah, and it looks pretty good. It really looks very, very Resident Evil remake. Aye, I like it. I also love the aesthetics of it. I love, oh, because they've obviously went for the old sort of, you know, Victorian London look with and all. And it, look, it looks really cool. And it's written by the guy that wrote Soma and Amnesia, The Dark Descent. So that... Aye. um, I've never played Amnesia, but Soma's great. Um, I really like that. Um... And of course, uh, wouldn't you know, everyone's saying, aye, Alone in the Dark, the granddaddy of survival horror, whereas we know it's not. We yeah. know. What do you call that game again? The Capcom one. Uh, Sweet Home. Sweet Home, yes. That's where it all started. As Stop we sp- discuss in our very, very old uh, YouTube series that we haven't done in a good couple of years. But yes, <laughs> we, we, I'm pretty sure that's still on our YouTube channel. There you go, it's folks, if you don't know what we're all about, go look for... Uh, an Evil G series called Unscripted, where me and Colin talk about how horror games came about. Yeah, I think if we were to do any more of that, we should probably do it um, with uh, cameras and shit. But yeah, we need to do it properly because that was a lot of work for me. And also, you're not allowed to swear. Oh, yeah, swearing. No swearing. You can't swear on the internet, or you get uh, you get taken off the air. <laughs> CGA all the swears. Right? That's one thing. It's like uh, I do not want to go edit swears. Right? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Oh and as you can geez. see, I'm I can't stop it myself. Sorry. No, we're bad. Um, if I can't smoke and swear, I'm fucked. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ricky. Um, right. So yeah, that that's that's a pretty exciting one. Alone in the dark. I definitely play Alone in the Dark. I haven't played much. I played a little bit of the first one, but uh maybe not age the best. Uh, no. by the time I got around to playing it, um. But yeah, uh, Destroy All Humans 2, uh, they remade the first one, so of course. Yep, I got you the pl- remake of the first one, it's very good. Yeah, I was going to say, you played that. And- really enjoyed it, but I loved the original anyway, but yeah, the, the remake was a really cool job, so it was. Uh, space for Sale, uh, this is some kind of thing where you go to procedurally generated planets and try and find a plot of land to sell to someone. That me- <laughs> I, Sounds really boring. <laughs> like, sorry <laughs> just not my kind of thing to me it sounds like the next add-on to uh what do you call it uh no man's sky no man's sky <laughs> uh, they should have been doing next selling plots to people i i tried that again recently i was like all right i i see you've made good on you know you've turned this into a good one of what it is but th- what it is that's just not for me <laughs> i just cannot do this <laughs> no good um do you remember gothic the janky janky ass action rpg fantasy game from back in the day they're making an hour one of those again Fuck. is that is that a remake yes it's a remake of the first gothic uh it looks um janky <laughs> I, 
I think they're going for that. Um, I think they're doing they're it on purpose. For, I think they might be. Let's make this look like shit on purpose. That's what people want, maybe. I don't know. You have certain, certain expectations when you're playing a gothic game and um, it looking like shit is one of them. Yep. I think I have some of those in my Steam library. Uh, oh, what the fuck's that? No, I don't. I thought I did. I have a playable teaser, gothic playable teaser, which was the thing that kicked this game off. I don't remember downloading this. Why is this in my library? <laughs> anyway, uh, Jagged Alliance 3. Uh, I think that's like some sort of strategy thing um, made by the, you know, the guys make that Tropico. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it's been a while, to over 10 years since the last one. Um, uh Tempest Rising, which is a real-time strategy, or it's a well, it's a reimagining of a real-time strategy that came out in the nineties. Uh, it's kind of like Command and Conquer. Mm. Um, getting that. Uh, Outcast Two: A New Beginning. Are you familiar with Outcast? Yes, I have it, the original on a PC. <laughs> it looked like shit. And then they remade the original. It still yes. looked like the shit. And now they're making this one. And guess what? It looks like shit. It looks like shit. <laughs> I, if I'm not mistaken, when they made Outcast, wasn't it one of the last games to try and use that strange graphic thing? Uh, there was not many games used it. Was it called Voxels? I don't know if it used Voxels. Because Voxels is like Minecraft? Squares? Uh, yeah, that's huge big blocks, obviously, in Minecraft's case. But I think yeah, Outcast um, did this weird, like, loads and loads and loads of them. Yeah, the you ever hear the game Teardown? Yeah, that's voxels, but that's real uh, fucking impressive voxels. I don't think this is, it doesn't look like a voxel game. Um, probably being unfair to it, watching the video, it's like you're pinging about, you're flying and shooting things. It's kind of reminded me of uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy game for some reason. Um, but the like the main character in this game, and it's always been it just looks like such a fucking pound shop, you know, <laughs> action hero. It always reminded me, I remember on the cover of the box, he looked like a poor man's, uh, what did you call the dude from the Star Trek series had the thing over his Kirk? eyes? Oh, the, what, Jordy LaForge? Yes, on the box art, he had this thing over his eyes, you see, and I was like, right. that's like a really shitty version of Jordy, that's him. Yeah. I, I think really Outcast's big claim to fame was it was open world, Yeah, 3D open world, and that was very, very novel, and not a lot of things had done it. Uh, like time. that was back in 1999, and you think you, you know Grand Theft Auto 3 hadn't come out yet. I think nope. I think that was Grand Theft Auto when Grand Theft Auto 2 came out. Uh, mm. So that, that first game was ahead of its time in terms of a mm. 3D open world. Um, and when I say open world, I mean like here's a big vast open world, not like here's a bunch of corridors where you can go down whatever corridor you want. Yeah. Uh, Right, th this next one looks really interesting. Um, it's from a bunch of ex-Criterion guys uh, that they made Dangerous Golf and Dangerous Trident. This is called Recreation. Like, rec Recreation, mm -hmm. yep. um, And it's, God, it, it's a racing game um, that focuses on user-generated tracks, and you can do some crazy fucking shit. Yep. Uh, like, loops everywhere. Uh, it's just, just giant cows fucking you to, name it to me it's kind of like what if burnout and mod nation racers had a baby yeah i looked about burnout and then i looked about track mania 
as well because that's got a lot of user generated stuff um where you get crazy loops and shit uh i would definitely be interested to check this out mm. uh, it looks like it could be a lot of fun uh way of the hunter is a hunting game yep uh aew fight forever <laughs> keeping good company here with these horror games but uh the, we already saw this because it leaked it's the it was the video with Shivani and Baker playing the game, and uh, I don't think we discussed that on the podcast, did we? Maybe we didn't. I don't think we did. Oh, must have forgot about that. Huh. Yeah, so it's like Britt Baker playing herself on the game, and Shivani's playing Adam Cole. Does that mean there's intergender shit? In they they kind of they kind of sort of uh, hinted at that during the original sort of CGI trailer when Cheetah runs in and she hits the big knee on Kenny. So I guess either happy with. I just assumed at that time it's like they were like this is all the models we have done. So, <laughs> uh, well, as we seen in that match, it was just Baker and Cole and piss at each other. Yeah, um, it's a wrestling game. Like why? Would it you... looked like a wrestling game. Eh? Uh, it did look f- ar- arcadey. And oh yeah, yeah. The many uh, many games as last time. No, definitely the action. It didn't have that stutter that we were seeing from that or gameplay, which is better. Um, the mini games, I don't get that at all. Stop making mini games and make the wrestling better. Yeah, uh, time there, like this Mario Party shit. I don't know what that's about. Maybe it was just sort of somebody who sort of went high. Maybe but, instead of making it all wrestling, here's mini games. And one of those mini games was in a stadium. Does that mean we're going to get a stadium stampede match? <laughs> That would actually be class. I know and they have more bar death matches on there. Yeah, I hope when that finishes, it is just pathetic. Like, I <laughs> like hope so. Be amazing. Or it only does that if it's Kenny Omega in the match. For anyone else, it blows up proper good. Yep. Like Kenny Omega, since he doesn't know how to do anything. Yep. Uh, and then some SpongeBob game. Is that what they finished on SpongeBob? Yeah. The Cosmic Shake? Uh, SpongeBob's very popular. Is that a remake? Because they remade that other one. I don't know if this one's a remake or a new one. I couldn't tell you. I don't know if this is just a misprint on Eurogamer's part here, but they're saying it's heading to Xbox One, PS4, Switch, and PC. Like all last year and stuff. Was that SpongeBob? Or yeah. No, I SpongeBob. Be, I wouldn't be surprised with a SpongeBob. You'd probably, they may have just sort of been sort of going, I, they cost too much money to put it on the other shit i don't know yeah at the, they do say xbox one for fight for aw as well but oh. if you've been paying attention when excalibur has been doing the the promo reads for it mm. um down in the corner it shows all the different platforms and xbox one is not there ps4 is but xbox one's not there so i don't know if if that's come to xbox one and, and Excalibur says it's coming to your favorite console, and I'm like, is it really coming to the PS2? Because that's my favorite console. Shut up, Excalibur. <laughs> Dude, where's my Mega Drive version? <laughs> <laughs> that's game news. Yep. Wrestling stuff. Then um, I just want to touch on the oh, where was it? Um, yeah, I did watch SmackDown. Um, the Nakamura Gunther match is very, very good. Gunther's chops are fucking scary. Uh, they both just knocked the shit out of each other. They should have been given more time. They got 15 minutes. Uh, I say that's 
two guys that could put put on you give them between 20 and 30 minutes and they will put on an all-time classic um i haven't got to watch raw because how the fuck do you do that it's very very difficult to to get a hold of raw um without having bt sport and i'm not getting just not having like wwe's better it's not that good but um i did see uh, a very good promo or apart from a a section from a uh, very good promo between Kevin Owens and Drew McIntyre, where Drew McIntyre referred to them both as wrestlers in a wrestling ring. That's what we call progress. Yes. Uh, and apparently there's a proper fucking classic match uh, between Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles. Uh, it got uh, 21 minutes, 40 seconds, uh, and they fucking tore it up. I need to track down that match and give it a watch, which everyone should do. Um, so, so definitely, like nothing revolutionary is happening at WWE, but there's it's little sort of incremental things uh, that are being set in motion just to change things. And I, I said last week, it's still it's got a long way to go. There's a, there's a lot to fix, and there's some stuff I don't know how you're going to fix, such as production and the way everything. Like I know this is probably personal to me, but the the way everything looks so slick and produced. Um, mm. I can't see them getting rid of that. To be honest, mm. <laughs> they 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 want to be that. Um, whereas I personally want my wrestling to be dirty and sport like. Yeah, um, I get that. I get that. But yeah, like, a, you're supposed to know you're watching a show, but it's supposed to try and at least try and sort of put the the idea that you know it's like a, a big traveling show, not like a clean crisp studio every week. I I like the this to feel like it. There, this is a league. This is a competition. This is you know we're having these these fucking matches to decide who's the best at wrestling and who gets this belt. It's not our like their purpose is to entertain you, but I don't want to know that your purpose is to entertain me. I want you to pretend this is real and. I'll just let me lose myself in it. I find it really hard to do that with WWE because there's so many things that take you out of it. Um, and it can be as like, like a, even if you watch like, say if you watch football live, there's be shitty things that will go wrong and are, are completely, you know, it's not completely perfect live show. Um, yeah. You know, which is, you know, WWE is just so slick and produced. Um, but uh, maybe as they open up and give people more freedom to do their own shit, maybe that will change as well. Mm. But we don't know. Um, so Dynamite, we got a, a very good Dynamite with, you know, at least three fucking very good matches um, mm. in a two-hour show. That's that's pretty pretty good batting average. Um, starting out with uh, Brody King versus Darby Allen, a coffin match. Uh him this was this was darby getting he'd be glad this feud's over because he did this has just been pretty king beating absolute shit out of darby yep um this definitely wasn't that this time though he still took the majority what? of the <laughs> the offense i think brody brody king was bleeding really badly though it, it was he cut very deep he um, went very deep i it looked awesome though See, we yeah. had the, the full corpse paint on, and yes. just the, the blood coming over that, he looked like a fucking maniac. Yeah. Um, and that's what you want out of a guy like Brody King. So, I have one main criticism of this match, and you same? probably know what it is. Yeah, because I have the same criticism as well. So, lights go out, they come on, and 
Buddy Matthews is back. Great. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. We've got the uh we've got all of um the House of Black together again. Um Malachi's there as well. Um so they start beating the shit out of Darby. Um Buddy goes over, opens the fucking casket, and there's fucking stick. Mm. You're like, what the fuck are you doing in there? Indeed. And he stands and looks at him while he gets up very slowly because he's an old man. Yes. And then gets hit with a bat. Yep. Like if Sting had a thought about that, he could at least swung the bat when he was still lying down. So it you know, poor Buddy Matthews didn't have to stand there for half an hour while old Sting got <sighs> craned up. He did look really stupid just standing there. Yes. Like, come on, man. Just gotta put the boost to him where you go. You're in the uh, House of Black, you should not be scared of him. Nope. Because you know way, Malachi Black is not fucking scared of him. I did I like, like that. Hundred, yes. Aye. Aye. He's the one guy who's not all he's not act all awestruck every time. Um yeah, so Sting gets in the ring, throws the bat to Malachi, who's just chilling out in the corner there. He picks up yep. the bat, does View eat spins with it, throws it down, goes, nah. nah. <laughs> just because that's not how we're doing this. I love how he walked away, though. Like, he's just like, I fuck off. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Big smile <laughs> his face. Just get uh, in my way, old man. You know, uh, and then that was the thing. Sting almost like <laughs> the, the story Excalibur trying to tell. It was the disrespect that Sting went after Malachi. <laughs> You're like, oh dear, someone didn't show you respect. <laughs> A fucking murdering psychopath didn't show you respect. In my eyes, Sting's the healing. Yes. Um, Yeah, so they all sort of shuffle out. Him and Mm. Sting have words up the the ramp and we get on with this match. Um, Finish this was brilliant. It was. I love the finish. It it got, uh, like it was... um, A wee bit of deal derailment during that. I I think King was hinting that, that he was setting up to gonzo bomb Darby into the... That's <laughs> like, you can't do that. For a start, you'll fucking destroy the coffin, and I don't know who <laughs> wins then. I don't know, it's a draw. Um, and also, you're putting yourself in as well. <laughs> but yeah, Darby gets gets out of it, grabs a hood of the chain that King wears to the ring, hits mm. him in the face with it, gets it around his neck, and like King has done multiple times to Darby is how he put him on the Battle Royale or the Royal Rumble or whatever the fuck what was it called again? The Royal Rampage. The Royal Rampage. Um, that's how he put Darby out. He choked him out and then let him go. So Darby has him hanging off the side of the thing, chokes him out, lets him go. King, perfect, fucking perfectly. Yep. Falls straight into the coffin, lid falls down, bell rings. Jesus Christ, how did that work so well? Aye, you couldn't like that that couldn't have gone any any better. It was his weight of landing in the coffin just nudged the lid so it just closed on him. Like Darby didn't even have to touch the lid. It was just aye, great finish. Really well done. Yeah. Aye. Uh that'll probably be the end of that. Well we're still gonna have Malachi and Sting. I fucking dread what's gonna well, happen there. Uh sure a wee bit later there was a, a bit of a promo as well. I think Malachi's got a bigger problem. A much bigger problem. Uh, well, I don't know what he means by that promo. So yeah, you're talking about Miru and his accept your gift. He says he's coming for Malik. I'll accept your gift and I'll use it against you. And you're like, shit. I don't know what he means. What gift? Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I'd rather definitely have a Malachi Miru feud <clears throat> than a fucking Malachi Sting feud. Definitely, I. Yeah, they they could like there's no there's no need to blow off that sting thing. You could just no. have that puts that puts Malachi over as it is. He never backed down from Sting. 
told yep. him to fuck off. <laughs> so, yeah, Malachi wins. Yeah. Um, right, so another, which, uh, what I'm thinking is probably an hour feud blow off here. Uh, Lucha Brothers versus uh, Andrade and Roosh mm. in a Lucha-style tag match, which means no tags. <laughs> It's a tornado tag match. Uh, this was stuff as fuck. Yes, these four beat the ever living shit out of each other. Yes, they fucking did. This was very luchador. Um, yep. Excalibur point out as well is we're back to uh, Penta El Miero Zero. It's yep. not uh, Pento Obscuro anymore. Um, yep. Going back to his lucha roots for this. Um, so, the, yeah, this is pretty much the respecting uh tradition the lucha brothers the masks and do not give a fuck about luchador tradition uh mm-hmm. which has always been um uh faction dusting globernales's thing they, they mm. fuck fuck your fuck your mask and and they, they cut a promo on somewhere i think it was on dark or something uh where they talked about his as like we don't respect any of this so fuck it that's why that's why we're being dicks to the lucha bros uh yeah this this matic um we had loads of f- the one point where everyone got got finishered yep everyone it um, was pretty brutal but I, there was a, a moment uh we rush fuck he lands those those rolling elbows hey he near took phoenix's fucking head off so he did <laughs> i don't know if phoenix had stepped forward a bit too much but jesus it just looked like phoenix's head had just popped off his shoulders when he hit him yeah I, I literally rewound it. I was like, holy shit, did he actually just kill Ray Phoenix? This reminded me of a part in that, uh, that match with uh, the Gunther and Nakamura match. There's a part where like, Nakamura just catches Gunther straight. <laughs> like they, it's one of those ones where they keep showing the replay because they're like, yeah, that's just real. He just got yep. fucking kneed in the head. Yep. <laughs> See, it's not fake. Mm. Um. I so so we get. I don't only really like the tradition, but the the masks do not <laughs> do not help the lucha brothers. Especially Penta. Penta gets things at the back. Aye, uh, he gets tied to the ropes again. This has happened before. Yep. Um, has to take his mask off to break up a pin while he's still trying to cover his face, mm. and then Alex with the worst fucking throw of a spare mask I've ever seen, where he throws it to the wrong person. Andrade gets a hold to it and throws it into the crowd. I like the uh, everyone shouting to throw it back. Yep. Now, you in that exact position, would yes. you throw it back? Fuck yeah. You would? Penta needs his mask, they won. Well, this person refused. No, he did refuse. And this fan cost Penta the match. That's who I blame. That They could spin it like that. Fan cost the match. Because you probably say, <laughs> if I had my mask, we probably would have won. You fucker. Uh, um yeah so as you mentioned I, they could spin it on penta or they could spin it or not they could spin it on the fan or spin it on alex apprehendas <laughs> you shit through <laughs> um yeah after after this match we had a luchasaurus <laughs> squash jungle mm-hmm. boy on commentary for yep um christian cage appears on the screen talking shite we're gonna come out need to or whatever <laughs> So Jungle Boy goes back to get him. I loved the uh, Jungle Boy just launching himself and the security yep. guards catching him in midair and he's just that was, fingertips away from Christian. Yeah, it was brilliant. Very I actually, well I thought done. it was fantastic. I just love the fact well as well, Jungle Boy looks up at the TV and he's all, 
I know where that is. <laughs> I'm wondering, do you think that was done live or was that a pre-tape to get that perfect? Because it's just how how well it went. No, I don't know, because Christian at one point even waited for a... F- he was, they were chanting and he was able to sort of... He was able to True. hear the, He was able to hear the fans chanting, so... Unless he just just knew to stop and go, (laughs) that's what the fans are like, because he knew they'd be chanting some shit anyway. Uh, True. Um, Then uh, we we see the uh, Young Bucks going Mm -hmm. backstage into the Dark Order locker room to ask Hangman, will they be their partner in the trios tournament? He refuses because he's going to be in Dark Order's corner and the Young Bucks are without a partner. Where are they? Well, Cutler is, he's up for the job. Cutler's at Cutler, no, no. <laughs> um, we don't normally mention BT, but I think it's relevant to this. Mm. They are hinting at Kenny coming back this week. Oh. Now their match, their match for the trios tournament is this week. So they've, they've got Roosh, Dragon, and Andrade yeah. as well too, so. That's going to be such a good match. Holy yes. shit. <laughs> if it's not Kenny, like. If it's not Kenny, they're being serious dicks. You cannot hint at it being Kenny and then not deliver Kenny. Some people said they dropped an Easter egg with... Remember they were talking about, on BT as well, they were talking about the feet? Yes. Apparently that was a hint at... Is it Naito? No. No, no. Abushi. Is that something to do with Abushi? Something to do with feet? Does does Abushi like feet? I don't know. I don't know, but everyone was like, oh, all the feet stuff that was hinted at Bushy, and then they hinted at Kenny at the end. Oh, they're swerving us. And I was all, if you, you know, the Kenny hint was a lot more subtle than the Abushi hint because I didn't get the Abushi hint at all. If it was Abushi, I'd forgive them then. <laughs> That'd be fine yeah. if it's Abushi, not Kenny. But I don't know where Abushi is health wise. Um, mm. We don't know. Uh, Jay Lethal sat him singing Sanjay Dutt out. Um, and we say this every time. Sanjay's really good. Satin he is. is shit. Jay Lee. Yep. Calling out Wardlow, though, which is stupid. Yep. There's not comes, a few. I love Wardlow's not even slightly yep. intimidated. Just like, come on, the fuck. He doesn't ask for backup, but he gets it anyway. Oh, uh, the pop. The pop. The, uh, the, the FTR pop. It, it is yep. unbelievable how over uh, FTR are. Yep. Incredible. I like the people love. Right, they show. Uh, so what? We're gonna have a trios match or something? Yes. Yeah, so for being a big seven foot tall useless fucker, he runs away a lot. Does Satnam? He does get out of the ring a lot, but it's only when Sanjay tells him though. So maybe he's like really thick, and Sanjay literally has to tell him what they do all the time. So like Sanjay standing there beside him, going, "Breathe in, breathe out." There you go. Breathe in again. Yep. Breathe out. <laughs> and he has to literally just tell him what to do all day, every day. Um, and after that, we have Ricky Starks in a pretty quick match against Aaron Solo. Um, that's right. We're just trying to get. Um, we're just cr- trying to get Ricky Starks. This is his first. Uh, I think uh, I'm reckoning he's he's going through the whole factory. Oh yeah, because uh, Nick Camarado in his new look come, comes down. <laughs> he's dressed like the Godfather. Uh, shaved his beard. Uh, it's so strange. <laughs> it's, um, Starks goes goes up through the crowd, poses thing. Yep. Yeah, push Ricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I <laughs> we see Hobbs backstage just fucking pulling a TV off the wall. Aye, uh, holy shit! Angry Hobbs. Uh, TBS Championship: Madison Rain versus Jade Cargill. Eh, 
Jade's got better, but still not exactly, you know, five-star matches here. Um, And we got the news that Chris Statlander is out injured with her other. So I guess it's over to Athena then. I guess Um, so. And she gets into the ring, jump on the guardrail after after them. Um, And then we get a backstage section uh, segment with Thunderstorm. uh, I think it was Statlander number one contender until she got injured. It was. And I... Storm is you know Thunder Rosa and and her doing the the Tony Storm doing the whole ah we're friends but uh I I'll I'll challenge is like guys you've already had a match of course you fucking will I mean Jesus Christ it's not like it's a big thing it's like oh I'm so torn say like the usual like two baby face type of Aye. you know for the title stuff AEW Women's Division yep <laughs> and then the main event uh John Moxie versus Chris Jericho Lionheart. Chris Jericho. Yep. Coming out. Yep. From the get-go. Coming out to uh, White Zombie. Yep. As he did in ECW. But uh, I bet Tony probably paid. Mm-hmm. ECW mm-hmm. definitely didn't. Nope. Um, and wearing the uh, the Go leather vest, uh, as, was the, as was the style at the time. <laughs> For all wrestlers, need to wear a leather vest. Um yeah, and then we got a very technical, submission-y, stretchy type of match yep. with Moxley doing, you know, moves of his old rivals, such as the crossface. Mm-hmm. Um, Jericho ripped Moxley's earring out of his ear. Yep. <laughs> For this, reals, like. Yes. This, to <laughs> me, was um, this was Jericho's best match in AEW, I think. You think so? I think this was, this was proper fucking brilliant. Like it was this, very good. this was me, or this was to me. This was Jericho saying, "Hey, I can still go. <laughs> I can still I, do that old shit. I can still do that." And some of the fucking submissions he pulled out were amazing looking as well. Yeah, uh, if you're into that kind of submission style wrestling, um, this will be this will be right up your alley. Mm. Um, we also saw Moxie kick out of the Judas Effect. Which yes, we did. I don't think anyone has done. Nope. And I will also add that he actually kicked out, not a foot on the rope. That does not nope. count as a kick out. Nope. Um, yeah. Like what anyone listening might think. <laughs> <laughs> Guevara uh, shows up and throws Floyd into the ring, uh, yeah. but that doesn't work. Um, and eventually uh, Moxley gets the win. Um, did uh, I have to ask here, did Jericho get bust open the hard way? Because he ran, remember he was ripping the ring posts off. Yeah, it looked like it, it was either he did or he just timed that blade really, really well. Because holy fuck, because as soon as he came back off that turnbuckle, mm. cr- in- instant crimson mask. Like, Yeah, well, let's say he's just like, he might have done it before running into the turnbuckle, maybe. I don't know. Uh, and, then just, and just squeezed really hard once he was in there. I don't know. You could, you could literally see the big gash in his head and all that, so I was thinking, fuck, he's caught that. He, 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 he might have he hit it for real. Um, but um, the one other moment I thought was great in this match, it was obviously a commercial break moment, but Mox is in the walls for a solid two and a half to three minutes. Yes. And he keeps doing the thing, because obviously the ref does that thing, if you're not responding, you know, they call the match. So he can't do the thing where he lies there, so he keeps having to, like, shake himself and, like, keep looking up at Aubrey, like, no, I'm still here, I'm still here. But it was really, the fucking crowd was going nuts for him because he kept sort of getting up and trying to drag himself towards the ropes a wee bit. No, it was, I actually mm. thought it was a really cool moment. Aye. Um, that's just Moxie looking an 
absolute badass. Like, um, of course, there's been a Jericho match and he lost, so all uh, JAS comes running in, um, mm. and then all of Blackpool Combat Club comes running in, and then Cult of Personality hits, and the Lion Bastard shows up. <laughs> For, well, wait, sorry, Cult, cult of Personality hits, Roof comes off, and then oh, the wow. Lion Bastard shows up. <laughs> he was not as injured as he was letting on. Uh, uh, <laughs> so he comes down, clears house, obviously. Um the thing, the thing I really enjoyed here, Mox obviously has backed him, and uh, he he sort of sits for a second like, fuck, right, okay, son of a bitch is here, and he puts the belt over his shoulder first, and then he turns to face him, and I was like, yeah, class. We touches like I think are brilliant. Aye, um, it looks like that's going to be our all out match. Mm. I love I'm... that. Obviously, when Mox got out of the ring, Punk starts bouncing around on his leg around the ring. As I thought he was going. I, I thought he was going to do the worm. <laughs> he's, he's better than he's ever been. But at first I was all, oh, I wonder is he, is he sort of nursing it a wee bit or what? But no, I then he started bouncing around the ring on it. I was like, he's, oh, okay. He said he completely shattered his foot. <laughs> Bastard. Maybe maybe he's like Danhausen and got a robot foot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can't do that uh, hopping on one foot and then not do the worm. You just think that you can't do that. You have to do the worm. It's uh, not all. Cameras are off. He did it. Uh, I've seen his buckshot laureate. Maybe he should Aye. not. Aye. Aye. <laughs> Love punking all, but stop buckshot. <laughs> so that, that was a a re- really good episode of Dynamite. Um, mm-hmm. and then we followed up with a well, it's their episode of uh, Rampage. God, Rampage is just it's it's no more than a dark. Sometimes dark's better than it. Yeah, the only thing this one had going for it. Is Danhausen was fighting the ass boys. Beardhausen. Beardhausen. But even again, I'm still getting very. What the fuck is we having? Right, sorry, we're jumping ahead of ourselves. What was our opening match? Our opening match was not a match. It was Brian uh, Danielson cutting a promo, uh, ah, being yeah. all like, uh, "I I will never stop wrestling. Um, mm. I'm done when I say." And then Daniel Garcia coming out and like, "Ah, oh, you shit." <laughs> and they have a was <laughs> a two out of three falls match they're doing. <laughs> They're going to do two out of three falls. And it'll, it'll be great. That will be brilliant. It, it, it will. Um, uh, and then we had... So this is a potential... Or had the potential to be it. Sa- Sammy and Tay Mello, who she's Aye. known as now. Um, I think that is... Conti was the name of her ex-husband. Um, so she's uh-huh. Ty, Ty Mello. That's why that's why Ty's name has changed. Um, so they... They married before? Yes. Right. I thought she was, like, really young. Uh, she, well, she's in her 20s, yeah. Married twice already. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> right, Within no a short space of time, too. But, uh, yeah, we'll see how long they last. Yep. Um, but it it works for their their whole gimmick at the minute is, yeah, yes. they're, they're going to be like the, you know, the Canalises? Yeah. Yeah. Well, do that sort of thing. And hopefully she won't get pregnant every two weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so th- they currently hold the AAA mixed tag titles. Mm. Um, now, that is not intergender. Mixed tag means the men fight the men, the women fight the women. You need a man and a woman on your team. Um, so they defend they defend these titles uh, against... Um, fuck, who did they? Dante Martin and Dante. Sky Blue. Sky Blue, yeah. Uh, this match would have been better without Sky Blue. <laughs> yes, I she, agree. She has... 
she she just doesn't have the energy or speed or like nope. you could tell Ty had to slow down for uh, a lot. There was like a lot of miscommunication there, mm-hmm. um, which sort of dragged the the match down. But I can see where this is going. This is uh, this is going to um, Kingston and Ruby. Yep. Hopefully taking these titles off him. Probably class. I would like to see that. That would be cool as fuck. Uh, one point out as well is the Dante doing the jumping off ties back into the Canadian Destroyer <laughs> on Guevara. I don't know if he should have been disqualified for that or not, but it looked cool as fuck. Uh, it wasn't a move. It was using leverage. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it was all right. No, it wasn't. Like, it's just that, yeah, when... Like, I, I understand Sky Blue is still very new at this, but, like, don't have her on TV yet then, maybe? I don't know. Oh, jeez. This is a game of two halves this next match. Sonny Kiss is back on TV. Fucking yes. Yeah. He's up I against Parker this. Bordeaux. Fuck's sake. I skipped this. I'm not going to lie. You didn't skip much. It was a squash No, I, I, I know. I literally went, they're going to have Sonny Kiss get squashed. What the absolute fuck. And plus, I, I really can't look at your man. I can't look at him. Parker Bordeaux, I, 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 yeah, and he signed. I don't get it. I don't, I don't see. I don't the, get it. No, but um, like they're obviously they're trying to make him out. He's this massive monster, and you're like, you put him in the ring with Wardlow or Willie Hobbs or Luchasaurus or Lance Archer, he's going to look like a fucking midget. Yeah, he's, he, he's, go- he, he's, he's not anywhere near as big as he thinks he is. <laughs> yeah, he's. He's doing the whole powerhouse thing, but I don't yeah. know. He's he hasn't. We shown we obviously know what this this guy's gimmick is. Literally, look at me. I'm a Lesnar fan. That is a I, fucking gimmick. That is it. I'm Brock Lesnar. No, you're not. You're not God. Brock Lesnar because like I hit Brock Lesnar, but even I can look at Brock Lesnar and go, Brock's a pretty big fucking guy. You were slightly bigger than Serpentico when you got in the ring. Slightly bigger. So, yeah. yeah, when it got uh, to the end, obviously Sony had won, but then, like, Sonny Kiss obviously stood up to get out of the ring, and Sonny Kiss is taller than him, way better shaped than him, and I thought, what the fuck, AEW? But obviously we'll get back to this. Um, yeah, pretty pretty shitty match. <laughs> um, he's well, bad as finish. well, that's the other thing. He's bad. Uh, he's, he's not good in the ring. He's it's, really just bad. Bo- it's just boring, just just boring. Yep. Um, really no- nothing nothing there. Uh, he belongs in the JAS. <clears throat> He came from NXT. I don't know if he came from original NXT or, or 2.0, though, which mm. he came up with. Uh, with the Gun Club versus uh, Beardhausen, this is just Danhausen getting the shit knocked out of him. Uh, no, why do they keep doing this? <laughs> well, it's a good way to get heat on your heels. It is. He is so loved that if you have someone beat him up, that's it. You are hated. So you are. Uh, should probably mention um, that the Beardhausen is Eric Redbeard and Danhausen. Sign, sign, him, sign him instead of Parker Bordeaux. Powerhouse, I'm standing next to Eric Redbeard. I okay, get out. He's in fantastic shape since the last time we saw him. He has lost so much weight. Um, mm. he he looks fucking great. Um, yeah, this, this it was an all right match. Um, didn't get a ton of time. Um, and uh, it was just a Danhausen mugging, really. <laughs> Um, it really was. Daddy ass cheats. Um, pulls down the top rope. Redbeard spills out. Then uh, did you lies. notice something during the show? Right. So he talk- No, go ahead. When when Danhausen was in the corner getting mugged, right? Yeah. 
daddy ass is looking at him and sort of smiling and laughing and giving a <laughs> thumbs up, but not in like a haha, you're getting beat up way, in a sort of I like you kind of uh, way. Yes, I did notice that. And I'm wondering, right, uh, <laughs> is this where this is going to end? Is like daddy ass going to get so annoyed with them that he sides with Danhausen and has a match with the ass boys? Well, I, I thought we predicted ages ago. <laughs> I thought that's where they were going with the acclaim stuff. Um, mm. Well, he keeps saying he misses the acclaimed. I reckon the acclaimed's like, all right, uh, these guys are too over. Um, we need to be doing bigger things. Um, right. And they're calling themselves the uncrowned champs. Um, but the thing is, Swerve and Our Glory haven't even had one defense. I know. The Bucks lost to them on their first defense. Uh, how do we keep... Do you have them lose to Swerve and Your Glory, or do we just try and keep them away from the titles? They could they could challenge the FTR because you could take them getting beat by FTR and that wouldn't hurt them too much because it's fucking mm. FTR. Yeah, true, true. Um, and then Ari Davari versus Orange Cassidy, um, which was good as well. A um, lot of Orange Cassidy nonsense, good shit. Um, and it's all going well. Uh, Cassidy's ramping up Orange Punch. Um, uh, gets the the pin and then Sonny comes out uh to back up Orange uh because we've now got fucking Bordeaux in the ring again mm. um because obviously they're part of the Trustbusters the uh, Davari Slim J and Bordeaux um and then Sonny turns on Cassidy yep he'll turn Sonny kiss he'll turn I guess we're not getting Sonny kiss the body then are we I know but to me it would have made way more sense. Yeah. Like, you see this Trustbusters? It just uh-huh. looks like a pure job squad. <laughs> it does. Well, your man Slim J is a very good wrestler. Um, yeah, he, yes. Ring it's of just, Honor back in the day. Uh, I get what you're saying, though. He doesn't look, look like... It's just, uh, it's just, <laughs> you know when you just slap a bunch of boys together and there's no, like, there's, there's no, uh, like, they don't... They don't even look like they share any interest. Or, Put it or, this way. I would have made Slim J in a creator wrestler when I was 15. Aye. <laughs> so there you go. You have a creator wrestler from when you were 15, a Brock Lesnar cosplayer, some rich dude, and Sonny Kiss. Sorry, <laughs> Devari is good. Though. Yeah. But to me, Sonny Kiss should be the leader of the group. Yeah. But, like, like, I get Ari Devari is good in the ring, but he's like, I'm a rich guy. And it's like, yep, you know what? Brilliant. You know what? If this gets Sonny Kiss on TV, I'm all yeah, for it. True. Yeah, honestly, it he definitely should have been nobody though. That would have just been perfect. Yeah, I would have. I I get. I'm pretty sure him uh, and Jade are really good mates as well. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. The, the dynamic would have been good with them. Um, yeah, and and Sonny has that kind of air about them where you know that that whole. Um, yeah, it just just seemed like they would fit into that that sort of. Well, the, the whole thing is they are the concrete rose, you know, yeah. beautiful and tough, just like a body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is on? So we have the two out of three falls match. We have the first trios match uh, with hopefully the return of Kenny Omega. Uh, I'm pretty sure we have the Gun Club against the Blondes. So we've got Griff Garrison on TV again. I hope oh. the Gun Club win this one. They better win this one. <laughs> They probably will break them up. They fuck Jesus Christ. I know. Um, and no doubt we'll be hearing from Punk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely will. Um, but yeah, we're well on our way to, to All Out now. And a hassle in the castle. No, I will never stop calling it that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, that should be a good show as well because I say that uh, that stadium in Cardiff mm. full of people who have not, you know, there hasn't been a big show like this of WWE since 30 years ago in Wembley. So going to be a fiery crowd. Um, so if, if you're up in Scotland, get down there and support your boy, Drew. Don't know why mm. they didn't have it in Scotland. But, well, I do because there's no stadiums with roofs in Scotland. You don't want your wrestling show getting fucking rained on. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that happen once and it was crazy <laughs> looking. Fuck. Well, that's going to do is for this week. Um, same uh, approximate time next week. See you later. Bye. Bye.